The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. And yes, 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 we are back. I know, I know. Hold the applause. Hold the applause. You're like, I know you're thinking, E, where have you been? Where have you been? Been relaxing, man. <laughs> been relaxing. Haven't I haven't forgot about you guys, but I definitely had to come on here and uh, get back into the swing of things and get going uh, with the Hawks Beat Podcast again. Thanks for everyone that has reached out and just continued to show love and everything. And uh, I appreciate all y'all, man. I appreciate all y'all. Took some much needed time off um, after the season. And uh, I'm going to tell you, man, season was a gauntlet. It was a gauntlet. And for those of you who know, I'm in education. So uh, finishing out the school year is always tough. And so uh, those things kind of happen, happen simultaneously, right? Like the playoffs and the end of the playoffs and the end of the school year. Uh, it was a lot, man. It was a lot. So I uh, definitely had to recoup and re, uh, recharge. And uh, we're ready to get into this thing. So here's what we're going to do. Um, did some note, this little studying for the past few days, and uh, I want to hit three things today. I want to hit three things. I want to talk a little bit about free agency. Uh, I want to go over a little bit of Hawks news, and uh, what was the third thing that I wanted to cover? Uh, free agency. Oh, mailbag, mailbag. So uh, I know I promised you guys a mailbag a while back. Um, I still have those questions. I still have those questions. So we're gonna hit a couple mailbag questions towards the end. So uh, stay tuned for that as well. So uh, first and foremost, a uh, bit of the housekeeping. 
it's been a while, so excuse me if I'm a little rusty. <laughs> Big part of what we do is on the social media front. So if you have not already, connect with us on our social media platforms. At Hawks Beat is the name. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at those uh, at that handle. And uh, we appreciate it if you give us a follow, man. We would greatly appreciate it. Also, we would love you to subscribe to the pod. I know you're like, oh man, you ain't pod in a while, but listen, we back, all right? You know what I'm saying? Give me, get, don't, give, don't, don't give me a hard time, okay? Don't give me a hard time. Uh, we're back, just giving you some good Hawks talk uh, in the off season. Um, haven't gotten to the draft stuff just yet. Um, we'll be talking about that in a few, and let you know our plans as far as that is concerned. But connect with us on all of our social medias. And we would greatly appreciate it, man. Greatly appreciate it. All right. So let's, uh, how do we want to structure this? Let's get into this free agency stuff first. Okay. Free agency, free agency. So in order for us to really understand free agency, got to understand the money. Got to understand the money. That is first and foremost. Uh, we all know that Trey Young made uh, NBA all-star. I mean, not all-star. All NBA third team. Which kicked in a, a a nice hefty bonus for Trey, uh, as far as his contract is concerned. So I'm sure Tony and everybody was excited about it, but uh, they gonna have to cut the check. <laughs> they gonna have to cut the check, and so in total, Trey's uh, his his salary uh, over the totality of the five years. Uh, it's going to increase by around about 35 mil, right? So uh, making that thing kind of kicked into uh, the Supermax. And so let me break down just a small a small uh, uh, breakdown of Trey's salary. So instead of him making 30.5 next year, and of course we're talking in the millions, uh, this <laughs> next year he's going to be making 36 the next year he goes from making 32 to 39. The next year he goes from 35 to 42, 37 to 45 in 2025 year. And the last year, which is 2026, uh, he goes from making 40.2 to 48.3. So uh, salute the Trey. Salute the Trey for getting that guap. <laughs> we get that money and uh we love to see it man love to see it well deserved um you know a lot of hawks fans were not pleased that he made uh nba third team but hey it is what it is and uh he's he, he got his bread so uh we'll see how this thing turns out but the big thing is this free agency now that that is kicked in uh the hawks are pretty much over the luxury tax um so as a result of trey's payday the hawks are pretty much over the luxury tax i think the number was like seven uh seven point eight or something around that um which makes the free agent conversation uh kind of difficult <laughs> kind of difficult to say to say the least <laughs> so um while you know some salary will be coming off the books you know they're gonna have to be very creative when it comes to trades and sign-in trades, like you could still get a free agent, um, you'll probably have to work it through a sign-in trade as opposed to just signing them outright. So they'll be have to be very creative. A bit of news before we get into the free agency talk: um, 
Landry Landry Fields um, was just promoted for the Hawks. Um, he was the Hawks' assistant general manager, and he got promoted to general manager. So word on the street is that he is still going to be working under Travis. And um, not much has really changed, you know what I'm saying, as far as the structure. But uh, Landry Fields is a young guy. Like, I remember he was playing. He was playing a few years ago. He played with the Knicks, played with the Raptors, uh, joined the Hawks in 2020. But uh, he got promoted to GM, man. So I, I guess that's more money and maybe a little bit more responsibility. I don't know the ins and outs. The Hawks haven't even really sent out anything to the media yet. But um, that is a little bit of Hawks news. Also, as of note, uh, Woj, uh, after he, he, he put out the tweet and, and said that, you know, uh, Fields is going to be the GM. He said, uh, the Hawks are expected to be one of the most active teams ahead of the July 21st, July 23rd draft and in free agency. So, you know, like, okay, it, it looks like the Hawks are, are poised to, to make some moves. And so, like I said, during the season, unless you are wearing the number 11. <laughs> it, it, it nothing is off you know nothing is off limits nothing is off limits now um i will say this and we'll get into it as we we, we transition into our free agency talk i think this i think that deandre hunter has and, and this wasn't deandre's best year he had a very good end of the series when it came to miami but uh, definitely not his best year. Um, I think he took steps back, and certainly defensively and offensively, he's got some things he still needs to work through. But I think that DeAndre is still a very valuable piece of this puzzle moving forward, right? Um, <clears throat> you talk about perimeter defenders. Now, here's the thing. he Even with him not having a down year, he's still one of your better defenders perimeter defenders, even though he wasn't as good as he was before last year. Um, last year, the Hawks' best perimeter defender was Delonte, uh, DeLon Wright, without without question, without question. Um, however, if you were to remove DeLon, and there's no, there's no guarantee that DeLon is coming back because he's a free agent. If you were to move DeLon and DeAndre, it's hard to imagine what that perimeter defense is going to look like so I, I think that at the very least you you try to keep deandre around just for what he can do defensively I, I i don't think that um i think there is a possibility that he could have a better year next year i think that you know he gets things together if he's healthy has a healthy a healthy offseason he comes back motivated maybe he's got some new guys around him who knows but uh his name is still on the block, though. I mean, in some of the research that I've done, I've still seen his name in trades and whatnot. So it's going to be what it's going to be. It's going to be what it's going to be. Um, was reading The Athletic the other day, and I wanted to speak specifically to a piece that Chris Kirshner wrote um, regarding the Hawks' top free agents. So he did two pieces. He did a piece on just, like, regular free agents the Hawks might get. And he did a piece on the Hawks' top free agents. So I just wanted to spend a little time and give my thoughts on 
uh, the top guys that he had mentioned. Now, he had also did a piece on the idea of Rudy Gobert or Donovan Mitchell possibly joining the Hawks. Uh, he did a piece with Tony Jones, a uh, really good beat writer for the uh, for the uh, for the Jazz. Uh, they did kind of like a co-op piece. Thought it was very well written. Um, I'll say this, and there's been a lot of talk about Gobert and the idea of him coming over and what he could do defensively for the Hawks. And they definitely do need defense. They need somebody special on defense. And Gobert fits the mold of somebody who was special on defense. He is a game changer, and he would be very good for the Hawks. However, however, I don't like it. I don't like I don't like Gobert to the Hawks. Um, first of all, I don't think that Utah is going to be willing to give up Gobert for what the Hawks have. Right, like so, I think you know if you move Gobert, you, you can maybe do Capella and and maybe Bogdan Bogdanovich or John Collins. I mean, you could put together a package, but I don't think it's going to be sweet enough to get Gobert out of Utah. You know, um, there might be like a third team involved. So I mean, I mean, it could it could work as far as like getting teams together and and getting him to Atlanta. I don't like several things. I don't like, A, I don't like the money that he's owed. All right? Um, he's not necessarily um, he's not necessarily a spring chicken, guys. He, he's 30 years old, and he's about to make $38 million next year. Right? The year after that, it kicks up to 41. The year after that, 43. And at the age of, let's see, 31, 32, 33, he's going to be making $46 million a year. Right, so it's not necessarily that you're committing to him for four years, but listen, uh, the guy's going to be 33, and you're going to be paying him 46 million dollars a year. I all I know is this about centers: centers don't get healthier as their career goes on. Let me say that again: centers don't get healthier as their career goes on. You know, once these injuries start to pile up and they start to happen, then it's a wrap, man. And you on the hook for forty-six million. Forty-six million, you got to pay that dude. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it's a no for me for Gobert, man. It, it's a no. I'm just, not, I'm not a, uh, I'm not a believer of, and and I think his services will be very much needed. But uh, yeah, man, it's a no for me. All right, so that is it for Gobert. Next on the list, he had um, DeAndre Ayton. Now, listen, I will say this. For as much as I name things that I don't like with Rudy Gobert, I'm not going to say the same thing about DeAndre Ayton. I'm all in on DeAndre Ayton. <laughs> you hear me? So let it be let it be said unequivocally. <laughs> I'm all in on uh, DeAndre Ayton. Now, here's the tricky thing with Ayton. Um, you're going to have to kind of work a sign and trade for him. Um, I believe that, uh, and let me look up and see whether he is, what his contract situation is. I believe that um, he has a player option, but I don't want to steer y'all wrong. So let me just look that up really quick and see what the deal is with his contract. So I was right. Just as I suspected, 
um, he is a restricted free agent, which means at the end of the day, the Suns can offer him the most money, but not sure what that relationship is like with Phoenix because they was kind of they was kind of you know joshing your boy over the money. Not sure if he feels some type of way or if he feels that Phoenix has reached their ceiling. He may want to come to a young point guard and play with Trey Young. No disrespect to uh, you know CP3. You know, he may want to come out to Atlanta. So, um, but I think from a basketball standpoint, uh, I think it, I think it fits, man. I think it fits. I mean, he's a younger guy. He's going to be cheaper than Gobert. Um, again, you can package him for maybe Capella and Bogdanovich. Um, I don't know. I, I think that could get some traction. And I saw some other outlets saying that, uh, Aiden could be in the in the Hawks could make a move for him, and uh, so we'll we'll see, man. We'll see what that what that looks like. But I really like the addition of a DeAndre Aiden for um, the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, next up, he said uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, I like the Brogdon kid, two way guard for for the Pacers. Can play both both sides of the nickel, uh, meaning he can play the point, he can play off the ball. I think that would be good for Trey. I think that would give you a lot of flexibility, uh, especially if you're losing a guy like uh, DeLon Wright. We talk about DeLon Wright a lot because I, I think that, again, toward the end of the year, you really just saw his value. You know, you really saw his value. But uh, Malcolm Brogdon is a guy, shoot, I don't know if, I don't know how you can do it. But if you can pull it off, I think I think it'll be a great fit, you know. Um, now, of course, there's there, there, there's a lot of risk involved with Malcolm Brockton. He's been dealing with injuries, and uh, yeah, man, it's been injury. He, he's been losing. He's, he hasn't been playing a lot of games, so his contract isn't necessarily too bad. But the injuries kind of concern me. If I, if we're being honest, if we're being honest, um, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of kind of on the fence about Brogdon I think from a basketball standpoint yes if he can go if he can if he can give you 70 games yes let's do it um figure everything else out on the back end but yeah Jeremy Grant is another interesting name and his name has been floated it was floated heavy during the trade deadline but nothing really uh came to fruition with that um Grant, I mean, has been linked with the Sixers, the Thunders, the Nugget. I said the Thunder. <laughs> the Thunder and the Nuggets. Um, I mean, last year, look, he was the number one option for the Pistons. And let's be, let's be clear. The Hawks need a guy that can get their own, uh, that can get their own shot, man. He can get their own shot. Um, his contract is probably going to be somewhere around 20 mil a year. Um... But I don't know. I don't know. Um, could be a little pricey. Is he worth it? I don't know. That, that's up for Travis and for um, wrestler to figure out. But if we're just talking straight basketball, um, look, Hawks need another guy that can create shots. You, I'll say this. They need another guy that can create shots consistently. Uh, what we saw the last time we saw the Hawks play was DeAndre Hayden. I mean, uh, DeAndre Hunter uh, going off. He was he was he was doing you know his his thing. He, and he, it was crazy because like 
you're like, man, where was this kind of like all year, right? <laughs> He's creating his own shot. He, he was cooking. Uh, you just need that consistently. Jeremy Grant can give that to you consistently. Um, the last two guys I want to I touch on is Zach Levine and Josh Hart. Um, Josh Hart isn't really a sexy name, but uh, yeah, I mean... I'm 50 50 on hot on Josh Hart too. He's kind of like a he, he to me he's not as good as Malcolm Brogdon, but he can kind of try to fill the same type of shoes. Uh what I mean by his flexibility to play, you know, both the two, he can probably play a little bit of the three, you know. Uh I'm not really that excited about Josh Hart. Um again, it depends on the money. <laughs> like depends on the money. Uh, and Tony's like, look, man, money's not going to be an issue. So if you believe it ain't going to be an issue, you know, throw the money at the kids, you know. Um, but, yeah, Josh Hart, is just, I'm just kind of lukewarm on Josh Hart. Uh, the last guy who, who's gotten a lot of traction as well, especially some folks have, have messaged me about this guy, and that's Zach Levine. Um, Chris said in the piece, he was like, look, there's there, there's several guards who are um, elite uh, Donovan Mitchell, Bradley Beal, and uh, Zach Levine. Um, my thing is this. I, I don't think the defensive fit with Trey would be necessarily that good. But, I mean, it's not that much better with Donovan or Bradley Beal. Zach Levine, he he seems like he would fit the mold. Also, listen, there's also injury concerns with him. Um, he is explosive, though. Like the idea of a Trey Young and Zach Levine backcourt is very intriguing, extremely intriguing. Um, somebody had asked me about Zach Levine, and, and and I'll be honest with you, some days I'm like, yo, I'm I'm all in, and then some days I'm like, nah, man, I'm injuries, like nah, like nah, I don't do it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a cash cow, and then like I just <laughs> I, I get gun shot. So, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm 50-50 on Zach Levine. I think, again, from a basketball standpoint, I think it works. Like, I think you can make it work. The Hawks need a guy who is going to be able to create his shot. Again, this guy is not taking a discount. He is an unrestricted free agent, and you, you're going to have to pay him. And can you pay him when you're already over the cap? All right? Like, can you pay him? When he, you're already over the cap, because look, he gonna want to get his money, man. And I don't, I don't, I don't fault him for that. I don't fault him for that. Um, we're gonna take a brief pause and let our sponsors get in here if they need to. I know we went a little long. We went like 21 minutes in, but I'm gonna give you a little extra today. I usually try to keep the pod between 20 and 30 minutes, but if you will bear with me, if you got to pause it, go, you know, get you some uh, water, go to the bath, and do whatever you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and do that. We're gonna take a quick little pause. On the other side, we're going to get into some mailbag questions, and we're going to keep things popping. We're going to stick around a little bit longer today. Is that all right? I feel like I owe it to y'all. So, yeah, we're going to stick around and give it to y'all a little bit uh, longer. So, you listen to the Hawksby Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub. We'll be right back. All right, we are back, Hawksbeat Podcast. It's your man Edel. We sticking around a little bit longer today, man. So I hope you, I hope you still rocking with us, still rolling with us. Um, just went through some of the free agency targets. Uh, Chris Kirshner wrote about in the Athletic. Uh, he was like, you know, these are guys who I think that uh, could send the Hawks to contender status. 
Um, other names that were out there as far as being linked to the Hawks, as far as uh, maybe more realistic. <laughs> Not saying that, that these uh, like these uh, names that we listed weren't realistic. Those are kind of the uh, the 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 the. Uh, the harder ones to get, <laughs> right? The, the harder ones to get. But um, when you think about the Hawks and free agency, again, uh, you're going to have to be very creative because they simply just don't got a lot of money. They don't have a lot of money, so uh, you might have to look at what you can get as far as um, a realistic standpoint of realistic free agents, you know? Um and that's looking at maybe mid-level guys, mid-level guys who you think that you can grab or are maybe a little bit more cost-effective and still give you what you need. Um, uh, some of the names floating out there, Kyle Anderson, Mo Bamba, um, Bruce Brown, Javon Carter. I mean, there's a lot of names that I'm hearing. Gary Harris, Okoji, uh, Victor Oladipo uh, was one, Gary Payton two, Otto Porter. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not really... I'm not really sold on the Otto Porter guy. And, 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 and no disrespect, because I'm a Georgetown guy, and it pains my heart to say that. I'll always love Otto Porter. But nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> but I will tell you some guys, that, before we move on to, to some uh, mailbag questions, I will tell you three guys that uh, that do kind of intrigue me. First things first, Gary Payton is second unrestricted free agent playing right now in the finals for golden state i said when he was coming out of college the hawks need to take a burner on him now uh i don't rarely i don't i don't usually get things like that right and i often get them wrong but uh i've always liked the gary payton kid man i i, I say yo man you know hawks need a backup point guard and they need somebody and while you will be limited re- uh offensively i i think that he gives you a little bit of toughness coming in little bit of toughness. Victor Oladipo, another interesting name. Victor Oladipo, another interesting name. Um, unrestricted free agent. He was cooking the Hawks. Listen, on my last pod, I was like, look, man, y'all got cooked by Victor, Victor Oladipo? Victor Oladipo. Um, I think Victor is intriguing because you can possibly get him on a cheap deal. Like, there's a chance that you might be able to get him for the cheap. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, man, why don't we sign you one year to approve a contract? You prove you can stay healthy. Then we'll get it. We'll get you a little bag, right? We'll get you a little bag. Last one is Gary Harris. Now, this isn't a sexy name, but Gary Harris is a pretty good 3 and D guard, right? Shot 38% from three-point this range. He's, uh, he's one of the better defenders in the league i mean no i'm not in the league he, he's a, he's a more he's a better defender than the hawks can <laughs> i'll say that he's better than what the hawks currently have as far as guys coming off the bench and and you know giving you some perimeter defense i think he would be a good addition so those are the three guys that i think might be a value might be worth looking into so yeah Next thing up, let's get into, let's see here. Yeah, let's get into some of these mailbag. Let's get into some of these mailbag questions. So I still got a couple questions um, as far as the mailbag. Uh, oh, before we go into that, 
before we go into that, let me just give you as we close down the free agency talk. We this was mainly a free agency episode. I mean, a free agency pod, but um, Hawks free agents that they have. So these are the guys that uh, Hawks have decisions to make: uh, Delon Wright, uh, Georgie Jang, uh, Kevin Knox, TLC, Skyler Mays, Lou Will, and Sharif Cooper. I think that when you look at those guys, DeLon Wright is definitely a guy who you definitely want to have back. I've said many times I think that he's priced himself out of Atlanta. Uh, but if he comes back, shoot, I will be ecstatic. And he might be worth the investment. He might be worth the investment. So you may have to overpay for a guy like that. You know, if you can't get to a Gary Harris or if you can't get to uh, one of these other guys. So DeLon Wright might be worth the money if you're going to be over the cap. Um, I think Cooper, uh, I think you probably bring him back on a two-way deal and see how he matures and and develops. Um, The other guys will probably be just... If I imagine that if they need a 10th or 11th or 12th guy, those guys may be back. But otherwise, I think all those guys are gone. <laughs> I think they're all gone. So, yeah, that closes the door on the free agent talks. Next up, let's get into a few mailbag questions, a few mailbag questions. Um, let's see what we can get into. I, I, I will tackle. Let me see. I'll let me see if I can get through five of them real quick, and I'll try to I'll try to be as quick and as brief as possible. Um, first up, question: Who would your top pick be as a enforcer? Who would your top pick be as an enforcer? Now, here's the thing: I don't think that there are enforcers nowadays. I don't think that there are. Like they're just not they're just not around. The league doesn't allow for it, and there's not a place for an enforcer in today's NBA. I mean, even the guys that you kind of consider tough and like they're not, you know, they're not that. You know what I mean? And I grew up in that era. I grew up, you know, 80s, 90s watching that basketball where you had guys who laid the wood, you know, pause. Uh <laughs> yeah. Um but who would your top big be as an enforcer? I'm going to give you an answer. And I, I mentioned his name earlier, Gary Payton II. And that, because I think he's an enforcer, I think that he gives your team edge defensively. And I think that's the best you can do. I think that's the best you can do uh, nowadays when you look at the Hawks and when you look at today's NBA. Gary Payton Jr., uh, he gives you much-needed toughness on that defensive perimeter. And if you're able to get a better year out of DeAndre Hunter, if you're able to add another guard who is has some good 3 and D uh, acumen as far as can play some perimeter defense, I think Gary Payton is your guy. So, Gary Payton second. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, his daddy looked like he could still get out there and give you 10, 15 minutes too. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> give Gary a call. Thanks for the question. Uh, next one. Does Schlink have the latitude and fortitude? Listen to this. All, all these big words. Does Schlink have the latitude and fortitude to upgrade McMillan's assistance to help improve mid-game strategies and mid-season young player development? Uh, I forgot who asked this question, but I hate to break it to you. Schlink, uh, the only thing he's got to do with these coaches is bringing them in and telling them when to go. Uh, as far as 
uh, upgrading assistance. I believe he gives McMillan that added to, I mean, that that uh, choice to make. Uh, mid-game strategies and young player development, that's all coaching. Schlink is not going to have any part of that. And he is just responsible for the job that McMillan does. You know, McMillan is a head coach. And part of his job, well, a good part of his job is making sure all those things get taken care of. So, Schlink isn't, he's not part of that process. But thanks for the question. Next question. This team foresees. The team foresees Jalen Johnson as the 220, as the second string player behind who? JC, Capella, or Hunter? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what this team feels about Jalen Johnson. I don't know moving forward or, or if they're sold on him or even if they like him. I don't know much about how this team feels about Jalen Johnson. You know why? Because we didn't see Jalen Johnson last year. And we didn't hear Coach talk about Jalen Johnson last year. And this isn't a, a, no casting no aspersions on Jalen Johnson. We just don't know nothing about the kid. He didn't get that much playing time. He looked pretty decent in the G League. I think he got a little game on him. But I don't know what uh, their, players, their, their plans are for him. So it, it, it's hard for me to even guess on who he'll back up, J.C., Capella, or Hunter. I think they like him as a big. I think they like him as a big, meaning playing some four and some small ball five. Um, So I I definitely don't see him playing any of the three. But, you know, if if all things stay the same, probably a backup to J.C. and, again, some small ball five in certain situations. But thank you for your question. Uh, Next up. Will John Collins stay? I'm going to be honest with you, man. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. It don't look good. It don't look good. And and I'll say this as somebody who loves John Collins. Like, I love the kid. Great kid. Great for the city of Atlanta. Wants to be here. Uh, bet on himself last year. Got himself a little bag. And... He is loved here in Atlanta. But just today, John Collins was trending. And you asked this question a few weeks back. But today, John Collins was trending because trade rumors, yet again, were swirling. Uh, John Collins is probably your most tradable asset. Yeah. He's probably your most tradable asset that isn't named Trey Young. I foresee Travis wanting to make a splash, and a lot of teams are going to call for John Collins. And if you got to make a splash, and this is your trump card, this is your spade, he's going to throw it down. He's going to throw it down. But I will say this. I think that Travis is going to do the best he can to either get assets or as much value as he can if he has to ship off John Collins. So it's a tricky, it's, it's tricky how you can play that, but I don't know, man. To answer your question, I do not think John Collins will be here next year. If he is here, I think he'll be gone by the trade deadline. That's just my opinion uh, because, again, he is probably your most tradable asset. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. We've gone through free agency. We've done some mailbag. And uh, 
I appreciate you guys for sticking with us. We went a little long today, but I appreciate you if you're still hanging on to the hang on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, shoot me some more questions if you have any um, at Hawks Beat. I'll probably do some more mailbag and start to get into some draft talk uh, a little bit. Uh, probably this week. Let me see if I can shoot one out this week. We'll see. Um, yeah. Also, programming note. As uh, well, not a programming note. Just want to put something in your ear as well. Um, I also cover the Atlanta Dream. Want to put you guys on to another podcast that I do with the Kerry Thomas from Chicks Into Sports. Make sure just whatever your platform you're listening to on while you're listening to Hawksbeat, check out ATL Dreaming Podcast. That's ATL Dreaming without a G. ATL Dreaming Podcast. Check us out wherever. You get your podcast for the free. So it's been a while. So let me see if I can say this without, you know, stuttering or getting. Let me try to get through it. All right. You guys know how we do. Like we always say at this time, God is good all the time and all the time. God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's floater. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.